With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Got a hand to it, knocked it down, back of the pack. Collins almost raked it in. Jake King got it, gives it up. Nahas shoots it back. Jeremy Weberly. Good call. There it is. <laughs> Dwayne Russell talking Jeremy Webberley. Webberley, was... cleverly, wonderfully. <laughs> One of three goals the great man kicked across his 16 games for the Mighty Tigers between 2010 and 2012. He was a little unsure, Dwayne. Jeremy Webberley, sort of a pause there. Make sure finished he got it, it well, though. He did finish it well. Finished very it very well. well. Pleased to say the great Jeremy Webberley is on the line. And just wanted to clear up, too, he was supposed to be on Friday, but we had to give him the sideways push because the great Ricky Ponting demanded some airtime. Good morning to you, Jess. <laughs> How are you? Good morning, boys. Um, thanks for having me on. I haven't heard from you for a while, Breno. Um, you've got the new role. You've uh, moved up in the world, apparently. So yeah. Um, yeah. nice to finally get on. No, we're a bit light on for content today, so I thought it would be a perfect opportunity to get you on. But no, all seriousness, you're doing a wonderful job at the moment, mate. The boys flying first on the ladder. A big win yesterday, of course. We'll get to Colby in a minute, but uh, you must be wrapped with how things are travelling. Yeah, absolutely. We've had a, another really consistent year this year, and it's um, full credit to the to the playing groups for the way they've um, brought in and, and the way they go about playing their footy. And yeah, as I said before, it's been extremely consistent. We've... Um, We've played a number of players this year. We've had really strong representation in the Allies program. And, um, yeah, the boys have, have been extremely consistent and, and chalked together a lot of wins, which is fantastic. Jezza, can you give us a little bit of an update on Colby McCurch? I know Brent's concerned he's going to drop down the draft <laughs> order after a little ankle tweak, but nothing too serious? <laughs> yeah, look, we're not too sure, Pony. It's, uh, he's got an MRI this morning at 9 o'clock, and then um, he's with our physio at 9.30. So we'll know more at about 10 o'clock. But um, he just had some pain in the top of his foot. Um, structurally, it's okay. Uh, we're just clear of a break, and we'll see what damage is done to his ligaments and those types of things. So, um, you know, I think he's obviously going to be pretty unlikely for this week. We're hoping to get the best news possible, but we're just really unsure. So, uh, we're touching wood, and we're all crossing our fingers because he's a such an, extra, um, you know, such a high talent. He's, you know, he's our most offensive um, player. He's our most damaging player. He's obviously rated extremely highly in the draft. So, he's critical us for us moving forward. So, um, you know, hope. Hopefully we get the uh, best results we possibly can this morning. Where's that scan, Jess? So I can get the camera down there for the news. <laughs> Turn old doorstop. No, in Launceston, mate, it's, there's, there's no, you know, you don't leave the northern suburbs, so you wouldn't know <laughs> That's not true at all. Uh, just, just on Colby, we had him on a few weeks ago, and um, it's pretty easy to see why he is, why he is highly touted. Uh, not just his his playing, obviously, but his professionalism too. Uh, what what does make him a special player from your point of view? Oh, just his raw talent, like his his ability to get it in and out of contest, his agility. Um, he's obviously an elite left foot kick, but just his speed and power to get away. Like it, you know, a lot of guys can accumulate possession and win clearance, but um, Colby's ability to win it inside, but then be so damaging outside the contest as well. Um, you know, then his finishing ability uh, with that left foot is um, 
you know, he just he stood out like, and it, to be honest, through the allies, it, it looked like he was just in cruise control. That's how talented he is. So, um, the one thing I've been really impressed though with Colby this year is that, um, you know, he's really matured this year. Like he's, um, you know, his training standards and all those types of things have just gone to another level and it's paid dividends for him. So, um, yeah, it's it's been good to watch his growth over the last 24 months and have some um, involvement with Colby. And um, you know, he's got a big future ahead. Jezza, another guy you've had plenty of involvement with is Jack Rewalt with your time at Clarence and Richmond. What are what are some memories or have you got any good stories uh, from your younger days with Jack? Uh, yeah, I've got a few stories. I don't know if any can be told on here, Barney, but uh, look, I think he's, like, he's obviously had an outstanding career, hasn't he? Like, uh, I think the greatest thing about, look, we all know what accolades Jack's had, but I, I think the greatest thing for Tasmanians and people that know him is we've watched his journey. Now, I know that's sort of cliche, but you know, he's probably went to Richmond and he's a bit of a larrikin and he's probably maligned. And then, you know, I think everyone was sort of rooting for Richmond in that 2017 Premiership. And he played such a major role in getting the club to there. And everyone was almost a Richmond supporter for that, you know, 18-month period. And then, um, you know, then we've seen him turn into, you know, a larrikin to a hero to a family man now. And, um, you know, we've watched his outstanding career. We've watched his journey. We've watched him you know, develop as an individual and become the man he is today. So I think that's the greatest thing about Jack. And, you know, as a, a fellow Tasmanian, a Clarence boy pony, it's been great to sort of see that that ride and live that ride with him, even though I haven't been there, knowing him as a person and knowing how much time he invests and what it, what sort of wonderful character is. I think that's the greatest thing about, um, you know, his AFL career. Just back to the young men that you're um, working with at the moment. Uh, we're speaking to Jeremy Webberley too, the coach of the Tasmanian Devils here on SEN Tassie Breakfast. What's the magic number, Jez, for draft day this year? Oh, as many as we can, Breno. Like, it'd be great to get five or six. Um, you know, is that um, reality? Well, maybe not. But I think, obviously, Colby and James Leake have had, you know, outstanding years as long, along with Jack Cullinan. So... You know, we're pretty content with where those boys are sitting and they probably couldn't have done any more in terms of their performance this year to give themselves the best opportunity. Um, and then we've got, you know, Ari Schoelmaker and um, Geordie Payne and Heath Ollington, again, who have had really solid years as well. They're all at the... Uh, they're, uh, those six boys are all at either state combine or national combine. So, um, yeah, I think there's some opportunity there, but you just don't really know come draft. Now, like, I know, again, it's a cliche, but... Um, you know, it's, it's, it comes down to um, what clubs want, and hopefully there's a, a number of Tasmanians read out. But I'm pretty content with where three or four of them sit at this stage of the year. They need to continue off and have a good back end of the year. But, um, yeah, it'd be nice to get that five or six. But um, as we know, everything could have to go our way there. I know lots can change on draft night, uh, but Jack Callan I'm interested in because obviously he doesn't qualify for father-son at the Crows with, with Nutter, but uh, I know Nutter's good mates with Hamish Ogilvy. Is that his destination ideally, do you think? Is that where he might land? Oh, I think if he landed anywhere, it'd be great, but I think it'd be an awesome story if he went to Adelaide, right? Look, obviously Haggers was the best invested a, a draft pick in, in wing nut when he was... You know, about 37, I think he was, by the time he got drafted. But it'd be a great, it'd be a great story. Um, it'd be a great story if he if he did get um, if he did get drafted to Adelaide. But again, it, it's sort of that needs basis. Like Jack's that small forward, his scoreboard is a little bit like a, a Jack Innovan or one of the Geelong forwards. You know, look, he's just a very very good footy player. He's, it's uncanny how similar he is to to Ian. So um, yeah, it'll it'll just come back down to that. Do Adelaide need that type of player? Well, probably not if you look at their front half. So um, if you go into Adelaide, I probably think it's unlikely because of the needs basis. But it would be an awesome story if he did land there.
I wouldn't mind seeing Jack bat at five or six for Tassie, personally, <laughs> but um, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Jez, on you personally, your goals yep. as a coach, I suppose, and, and the coaches that you've had over the journey, um, like Damien Hardwick, have you, have you taken bits of them in the way you're coaching the, the young Tassie lads? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, I think sort of looking at Dimmer over the last few years, and um, obviously once you have success, there's a lot of media around it and how you did it, and um, just I suppose talking about um, not the the talent, but uh, more about um, I suppose the team aspects and the team galvanisation and um, little stories and um, all those types of thing, um, concepts, trying to connect the team and all that type of stuff. Well, that's sort of something that I'm. I'm pretty big in, like a lot of the assistants, Robbie Devine and Jared, Jared Reed, take the mickey out of me when I come up with these little scenes. And sometimes it's a bit of a hit miss, uh, hit miss, but it's all about trying to connect the team and to, to get them to buy into something collectively. So I think that's definitely something that I've I've looked at Dimmer. Um, at, but also I think like I'm a bit of a footy nut when it comes to coaching. Like I listen to a lot of podcasts and um, do some reading and all those types of things. So I think I've probably taken little bits and pieces from a number of people, but definitely... Definitely, Dim has probably been the, the main sort of person that I've gone to. Well, not gone to, but I've sort of read about. I understand a bit of their journey and how they've gone about it. So I've definitely got a bit of Richmond flavour, that's for sure. We're jumping around topics a little bit here. There's no real flow to our questions, but just back on the, the young fellas, and obviously Riley Sanders is a, a name that you don't have much to do with anymore, Jez, but what's the situation with him and, and the draft? And there's a lot of talk about him being linked to North Melbourne etc can you just for the listeners that don't understand how that quite works what what where he might land yeah well it's, it's at AFL house now in terms of um, North Melbourne have written a submission to see if um, they can get access to Riley Sanders through the Next Generation Academy um, so it's sort of been a late lodgement and I think the AFL have had it for a period of time so um, that'll be interesting to see how it plays out there's obviously a lot of politics in it um, but um yeah, so that's sort of, of where it's at. It's within the AFL hands at the moment. But, um, yeah, Riley uh, went over to do some schooling a couple of years ago um, and left Tasmania um, and was obviously playing at the Sandringham Dragons now. So, look, he's had an outstanding year. He's a fantastic guy, Riley. Look, he's, um, every time he's back in Tassie, he's always training with the Devils boys. And, um, you know, every time you bump into him in Melbourne, be that at the airport or, or through the Allies or National Championships games, like he, he's always coming over, handshaking, getting around the Tasmanian boys. And um, he's a great fella. So I wish him all the best for a, um, a really um, successful AFL career. But it's going to be interesting to see how the, the North Melbourne situation plays out for him. Jez, a real quick one before you go. Can you give us an AFL premiership tip? Uh, yeah, I, I'm pretty big on Melbourne, to be honest. I think uh, I think contest of defence wins premierships, and I think they've got that in spades. If they had if they had Petty, I'd be I'd be really really keen on them. But I think his injury is going to hurt them a little bit. But I think a fit Clayton Oliver in a month's time, I think the Demons have got um, the short, the surety of the best ruckman in the comp, probably the best on ball brigade, especially around contested possession. Obviously, a fantastic defence. I think that's going to keep them in games for long periods of time. Um, it looks like they're going to get Collingwood the first day, the first final of the G. I think they'll beat Collingwood in round one of the finals and set up a prelim at the G for them. And I think they'll, uh, I think they're my tip. As long as they don't lose any more of their forwards, I still think they'll, uh, I still think they'll be there on grand final day. 
I'm going to leave you with a couple of texts we've got here on the Kia Tassie open line. I know who they're both from, but I'll let you try and figure it out. Uh, one says, Jez takes all the credit for the winners, but my mail is Robert Devine has the Midas touch. <laughs> That's Robbie. And the, other, <laughs> and the other one says, can we ask Jeremy when he's going to get his hair cut? The long hair and ponytails are becoming a bit tiresome for a man of his age. Cheers. <laughs> leave you with those, Jez. Yeah, well, um, I'm, I'm big on just keeping momentum and, and not changing anything, so... <laughs> We start dropping games. I'll, I'll cut the hair, but um, yeah, I'll make sure I'll give you some too, Breno. When I uh, yeah, when you I can do cut with it. the locks off, mate, just put it on top there, a little rug. Uh, we're going through a tunnel here. You're breaking up, mate. Sorry about that, uh, Jeremy. Webley, you're doing a great job. Thanks for joining us on SEN Tassie Breakfast, and all the best for the Coach League Final Series. Cheers. Thanks, guys. There he goes. Jeremy Webley joining us here on SEN Tassie Breakfast. Thanks to Harrison Agents. We're off to a break and coming back to wind up the show next.